What is up, you guys? My name is Callan, and this is the Processing Publicly podcast, a casual and safe space for me to explore and integrate my spiritual and psychic awakening journeys. It's casual, it's personal, it's vulnerable, it's saucy, and it's so much more. My intention is that sharing my experiences of diving into deeper understandings of who I truly am will activate and transform those of you who are drawn to me and my energy, which if you are drawn to me, it's because I'm here to activate you. I'm so stoked to have you here with me alongside this wild ride. Thank you for joining me today. Alrighty, let's get into it. What is up? It is Monday. I am feeling good. I had lazy days, like full on lazy days the past two days. And you know what's fucking wonderful about being like in my in my flow and my productivity, but like in a good way and like getting shit done is that I can consciously choose to have lazy days and oh my god they're so enjoyable. It doesn't just feel like every other day. It's like it's a fucking treat that I went to so I'm like taking a break on weed but like not fully so like if I really want some weed I like sit there and I think about it and I can only buy a pre-roll I can't buy like a whole ounce like I usually would and because then I'll just smoke all day every day but so I have to like go to the store specifically and get a pre-roll and they're more expensive so I'm not gonna like ball out like it's a little treat you know and so the other night I got done with my work week I had my highest paying work week and I met my goals on time ahead of time. So I fucking went to the store and I got two pre-rolls and uh, for the next two days, I just laid in bed. I smoked weed. I binged White Lotus and yeah, it was a great fucking time. I let myself eat whatever I wanted to eat. I even went to the gas station and got myself a Dr. Pepper. And guess what? It was not the detriment of my health and uh, like I feel great you know like so in in small doses we can do these things we don't have to make ourselves feel like shit about it but the way to not feel like shit about it is being disciplined throughout your normal life so that whenever you consciously choose to like not be productive to not like like I didn't meditate during those days. I didn't journal. I didn't do any of my normal stuff. All kind of all last week I was more so in my like masculine doing as opposed to my feminine being. So I really wasn't meditating as much. I've been in my feminine a lot and so like last week was really like like a productive week for me. And it felt aligned to do so. Anyways, that was a long tangent of an opener just to say that I feel great after my two lazy days and now I am back on the grind and like by the grind I don't mean the burnout grind I mean like the flowy grind you know like I woke up I made my bed I brushed my teeth walked my dog did the whole thing I meditated I went to the store got some groceries so I can cook my dog's food yes I do pressure cooker food yes she tap dances before every meal she fucking loves it and it's way healthier and it's cheaper for me so Went to the store, got that. Her chicken is right now in the pressure cooker. And I am just feeling inspired, inspired to chat, okay? So my friend sent me something from the Envision Instagram page. If you haven't listened to any of my episodes so far, then you wouldn't know this. Um, If you're in my close circle, then you absolutely fucking know that I'm going to Envision. Basically, Envision is... It's a music, art, transformative festival in Costa Rica. It's for a week. I'm going and I leave. Oh my God, I leave in 16 days. Ah! 
It starts in like 18 or 19 or something like that. It starts in 20, actually. Oh my god! Okay, 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 okay. All right. Um, as you guys can tell, I'm pretty fucking excited about it. So basically, it's a week-long festival. Um, I've already met some incredible people through it. And I'm going to be, I don't know if I said this already, I'm going to be working the festival. So, um, kind of, I just want to, like, talk about, like, what led me to this point. Like, because if anyone who knows me knows that, like, Envision is about to absolutely fucking change my life. Like, I am not coming back the same person. And I'm not just going to Costa Rica for Envision. I then have, like, a couple days afterwards. Well, like, I have a couple days before the festival. Then I'm there. Then I have a couple days after the festival with, like, a group of us volunteers who got... We, like, booked a retreat center to just, like, chill and hang out and share our experiences and stuff for a couple days afterwards. Then I'm not really sure what I'm going to be doing for, like, the week or so after that. But then after that, I'm going to be traveling with um, a very special person that I have met through the Envision group. And, yeah, this is going to be, like, our first, like trip together um and yeah so we're gonna be in Guatemala and stuff and then I come home after that I'm home for a couple days and then I go to another music festival hopefully that person that I was just talking about um he comes with but I'm definitely going with my gal pal and it's gonna be the best it's gonna be so much fun I'm so fucking excited so that is sort of like before I get into things that's what we're looking at you know And so, um, just to give a little rundown with this festival, um, like, the Kitty Zone area is called Starseed Village. Um, like, it, it's all, it, it's not like, so all the festivals that I go to, it's a bunch of, like, hippies. This isn't, I, I, like, I would call us hippies, but it's way more on the holistic, spiritual side of things, not, Every time you go to a show, you're in a K-hole sort of situation. And I'm not judging people who use drugs, okay? Okay, I have plenty of friends who use drugs all the time, and they're great people, okay? Uh, and it's not all the time either. Okay, anyways, basically, it's just a totally different vibe. Like, it is, it, it's like the type of place where people go thinking that they're going to get a party. And yes, you're going to get a party, but your life is also going to fucking change because there's so much magic there. And so I just want to, like, I've, uh, hopefully you can, like, feel in my voice how special this place is. Like, I know people who have been, it's going to be my first time going, but, like, if you're curious about it, Envision Fest, I, I don't, like, search them on Instagram, you'll fucking see what I'm talking about, um, surely there will be a group of people who are, um, I'll just be blunt, the rich people who are there for the Instagram photos, and there for the clout, and who actually don't give two fucks about all the, like, soul-quenching, un- <laughs> I don't even have words. I don't even have words, okay? So I'm not in that group of people that's there for the Instagram pictures. In fact, my friends have been like, you have to take pictures, Callan. Like, like it's not an option. You're taking pictures, videos. You have to be able to show me. And I'm like, okay, I will do this for you guys only because March of 2024 is going to be a month that I will never shut up about. Um... Oh, wow, my front door has been open. Okay, so what led me here? 
Um, we're going to back it all the way up. So, I went, the last guy that I dated, we went to the same middle school, right? It wasn't until I was a senior in high school that we even, like, became friends. Then we were friends for several years before we started dating. We start dating, and um, I moved out to Denver with him pretty quickly. He already lived in Denver. He had moved. He had been trying to get me to go out there for a while. I always knew that I wanted to leave where I am from. Didn't specifically know what that looked like for me. It was a question mark. I was open to go where the wind took me. So yes, I did come to Denver for him. Like I didn't, I didn't want to separate him from his friends. And I came visit like the summer, like right before we started dating. And I was like, okay, this place is actually pretty dope. Like I could do that. And so moved to Denver with him. That was totally supposed to fucking happen. Um, so I'm not going to get into our relationship or anything like that, but it lasted less than a year. And basically, once I, whenever I broke up with him, that was the beginning of my initiation that I'm currently going through. That was me saying, universe... I don't know how this is going to work because we live together and rent is expensive out here and we live in a studio apartment. I knew that if we broke up that we weren't going to be living together. It's not like we could be cordial and have our separate bedrooms. No, we would literally be sharing a bed for a fucking year. That was not going to happen. But I knew like I I just had to follow my heart. I, I just knew in my heart that he wasn't my person. He deserves to be with his person. I deserve to be with mine. And yeah, that is that is that is that. And we are still cool. Um, Obviously, it hasn't been it wasn't just like, oh, my God. Yeah, we're besties again. But like it has been the smoothest, most um respectful process that it could have been, I feel like. And so I'm super grateful for him, everything that he's shown me, he's he knows all of this. So, basically, by me coming out to Denver, I fucking, I found my music scene. I was forced to make friends in a city that I had only ever been in with him. And through that, I found more music. I found more people. I found more pieces of myself. Like, it has just been the fucking best like I Denver has that's where I live now has given me so much it's given me so many pieces it's laid so many foundational layers for me like I would never take back coming to this place and what like I I would do all the money stress and all of that over again like 10 times if I had to because of everything that I found in this place it's yeah so Basically, right whenever I moved to Denver, about a month later, we had this music festival planned. It's called Wakan. It's the fucking best. Um, If you're a dope-ass person and you like to keep the vibes and you want to be around the homies, check out Wakan. If you're going to complain about people being in their couches at main stage all day, don't go to Wakan. If you're not a nice person, which I doubt not nice people are listening to my podcast but if you're not a nice person don't fuck up wakan for me okay don't fuck it up for anybody this place is special y'all are lucky that i'm talking about this right now 
So Wakan, Wakan fucking changed my life. Uh, it wasn't just Wakan. It was it was like the land. It was the festival. It was like my first camping festival I had been to. But it was literally the first night. I had been on the grounds for a couple hours and fucking Ellis Dream and Liquid Stranger did their first ever back-to-back. If you're not in the EDM scene, that just means that two DJs play at the same time. So they're mixing their shit up together and it's fucking, it's dope. Well, so... Ellis Dream and Liquid Stranger did a back-to-back. Ellis Dream's gonna be at Envision, by the way. I've seen him multiple times. I fucking love that man. I have a card of him, like, in the back of my phone case because he fucking changed my life. He's totally a starseed. I mean, they both are, but, like, I, I just really connect with Sammy's energy. That's Ellis Dream. Um, basically that set of music I walked in, I almost didn't go to this festival because I I was like, oh, I'm not in the EDM scene enough. Oh, people are going to be like, spot me out like a sore thumb. Like I'm not going to be accepted there. But like all these fucking worries, like literally almost didn't go. Thank fucking God. I did not listen to my ego mind. Oh my God. My ego mind just knew that my life was going to fucking change. So we go. I'm there for a couple hours. Ellis Dream and Liquid Stranger do their back to back. And boy, oh boy, did they take me to a higher fucking dimension. Oh my God. I'm still trying to piece together everything that happened. But long story short, I had like a low level, like parasitic entity attached to me. I think a lot of us who struggle with like depression and all of that sort of stuff, I think a lot of us have them. It's not something to be like afraid of. I'm not saying this to be like, oh, you have an entity. Be scared. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just calling it as it is. I didn't know that I had an entity at the time. If I did, I probably would have been fucking scared, but I was seeing it. Like I was, like I was aware that there was something going on that wasn't just me, you know? So basically, I'm at this set of music. They take me to a higher dimension. I'm like fucking bawling my eyes out in the best way. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm fucking done with this. I'm done with my mental illness. I am done with all of these diagnoses that I have. Diagnoses. Basically, I had a bipolar 2 diagnosis, borderline personality disorder diagnosis, major depression diagnosis, ADHD diagnosis. I was on sleep medication. I was on medication for all those other things as well. And my life was still a fucking mess. I did not have my shit together. I had already started my spiritual awakening journey, but hence started it. At the beginning, shit is dark. I went through a really long, like, really long dark night of the soul i'm sure i mean other people have had much longer ones i'm sure but i mean it was a couple years where i was just like finding these new modalities that were helping me but it was also i was doing a lot of purging i was going through it okay if you've seen any of my tattoos i got all of my tattoos pretty much at the beginning of my spiritual awakening it's like skulls and like (laughs) what's the like tombstones and and shit like that right okay so it's very reflective of that time in my life I have a decapitated three-eyed lady on my leg like it's not stuff that I would get anymore but anyways that's a side tangent so I'm at the set of music and I'm like no I'm fucking done I'm not doing it I'm over this I'm over having a shitty relationship with my mom I am fixing my life okay And immediately, I just, like, declared myself for the light, basically, and immediately I felt different. After that weekend, I did not take medication again. I had already started weaning off, so please be safe if you are on, if you're listening to this and you're on medications, like, just 
be aware of the stuff that you're on. Definitely talk with your doctor. I don't want you, you know, getting off of shit too fast and, like, having seizures or some shit, okay? But for me, after that weekend, I didn't get on medication again. And, yeah, sure, I still struggled a little bit because there was still some residual shit that had to get out of the way. But, uh, like, 80% at least. 80% healed. Like, I fucking healed myself. God bless Wakan. God bless Ella's dream. God bless that weekend. Oh, my God. So, I fucking, needless to say, fell in love with Wakan. It's, like, the best place ever for me, right? Well, so, fast forward to whenever me and my now ex break up, we had bought tickets to go to Wakan again together. Well, I was like, we broke up, but I don't give a fuck. I'm going to Wakan. Like, I have to be there. Whatever. And that decision alone was big for where I'm at now. And so I had to basically I didn't want to go by myself. I didn't want to ride by myself just because it would be cheaper and like I don't know, I wanted to have friends. So I like just made a post in the Facebook group for Vulcan and was like, hey, uh plans have fallen through. I don't want to go alone, but I'm down to go solo. But if somebody from Colorado wants to ride with me, let's fucking do it. So I met this really cool girl. Shout out Tina. Tina's a feral bitch. I fucking love her. Um, and, like feral bitch in the best way. Uh, if you met her, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I met her and her friends. And this is not me shit talking at all. But the vibes were just a little bit off. The other friends, they seemed to be going through some shit. I don't really know what was going on. But I was like, fuck this. I'm going to have my own fun. I'm going to do my thing. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. And that needed to happen. I needed to be hopping and bopping around by myself, doing my thing, meeting people. Like, that was exactly how it was supposed to be. So, which, I still love these people. Anytime I see them, I get very excited to see them. This is not me shit-talking, like, literally at all. So, I can't remember if it was, like, the first night or the second night or whatever night it was. I guess it was the first night. Um, well, for me, the second night because I went to pre-party. Anyways, so I'm just there doing my thing, dancing, whatever. And I meet friends on the side of me. And one of those people gives me this necklace. It's a Wakan necklace. I'm like, oh my god, thank you. That's fucking awesome. And he invites me to go to Pretty Lights, um, which is another, like, I don't know, EDM jam act, whatever, at the Caverns, which it's like, they do raves and caves. There's a cave and they do shows in it, but they also have an amphitheater outside of the cave. It's a really cool venue. I've been wanting to go to Caverns for a while. Been wanting to see Pretty Lights as well because they took a long hiatus and then came back and, you know, whatever. And so they came back and I had no idea who they were because I wasn't in the scene yet. And so everybody's talking about Pretty Lights and I'm like, I don't fucking know. And then somebody's like, hey, do you basically want a week-long vacation fully paid for and go see Pretty Lights at this dope-ass venue? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. So I took the leap. I hardly knew this person, but I trusted him and I knew that we had roles to play in each other's like soul missions and stuff. Shout out Leon. Okay. Leon calibrated me to a lot of things. Anytime we don't talk very often because anytime we do, we're on the phone for like two hours. But so I go to this with Leon and his friends, right? Well, his friend who we went with, his wife is the one who plans their groups envision like they go to envision the past couple years and she's the one who plans like getting the house getting all the money together she's the rave mom right 
Well, so I'm with them and they're talking about Envision. Meanwhile, I'm like in the back of my head, like, I hope that they don't invite me because I kind I just don't really feel called to go. Like, I don't know, like it, like it just sounds expensive. I don't know, like whatever. And so I was like, I don't really want to go. And they didn't ask me. So cool. Well, because they were talking about it, I, my phone picked up on it and heard them talking about it. And so I got a sponsored ad on Instagram for the work exchange program for Envision. And I, for whatever reasons, whenever I saw that, I mean, I know what it was. My higher self was giving me a breadcrumb. But whenever I saw it, I was like, oh, I want to do that. Like, I don't want to just go to Envision. I want to go and I want to work Envision. Meanwhile, I didn't even follow them on Instagram. I had not looked at any of their Instagram posts. I didn't know what the lineup was like. I just knew it was a festival in Costa Rica. That's it. I didn't even know that it was a week-long thing. I just went. I applied. I picked the, like, you can pick pre-shift, mid-event, or post, pre-event, mid-event, post-event. And I just picked mid-event because I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that seems good, whatever. And... Then I saw the lineup. Some of my favorite fucking artists are on this lineup. And immediately I was like, I'm manifesting that I'm not going to be working during those times. Like, uh uh-uh. And so the way that this festival works is they have all kinds of, like, workshops, like, yoga and spiritual stuff and, you know, all sorts of different stuff. And then they have, like, the music stuff. And it's, like, on the beach, in the jungle. Oh, my God. It's going to be the fucking best. Ah! Okay, the reason why I brought up this whole pre, mid, and post-event thing is because I picked mid-event, and whenever I, like, saw the lineup, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be working for any of these acts. I manifested it. Mid-event is the only... I didn't find this out until, like, literally, like, two weeks ago. Mid-event is the only group of volunteers where we get to pick our shifts. So, like, pre- and post-event, they have the entire event to be at the event because they work before and after the event, right? Also, we get to pick when we're working and stuff. And so it just fucking, it, it just worked out. So that's why I mentioned that. But so the point of that part of the story is that I felt called to work it, okay? So I submit my application, not even knowing shit about this festival. I was just like, I have my magic. I want to pour my magic into a festival. This seems really dope. Like, I haven't worked a festival before, but I learned quickly. Like, let's do it. Well, so I get accepted, and I was, like, within some of the first round of volunteers to get accepted. I think just because I applied early on, right? Well, so I had been in – we have, like, a WhatsApp group of all the volunteers. I had been in that group – for several weeks at this point, I guess about a month, I don't know, over a month, about what, let's just say six weeks, okay, so I'm in this thing for like six weeks, this whole time, I'm just, like, I knew that I was going, and that I was going to meet my soul family, I knew that I was being called to Costa, like, it, it felt like a calling, like, once I saw the Instagram page, I was like, oh, shit, They're like, there's a reason all of this is happening. Like, I need to be there. Like, this place is calling me. Yes, I want to go. Yes, it sounds cool. Yes, it's going to be the experience of a lifetime. Blah, 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 whatever. But I am being called there. Like, my heart and my soul need me to be there. Okay? So it's not just, like, a fun thing for me. Like, this is, like, the most intentional thing that I've ever done, potentially. And so I am in this group message. And then one day, I just get 
I just get a, a text from <laughs> this very cute guy who's like, hey, have you worked this festival before? I see you're in the you're in the group chat. I'm just wondering what the work culture is like. I'm traveling right now. I'm from England. Was hoping that you could give me some details. And I'm like, actually, it's my first one. Whatever. We get to talking. Long story short, that man is my fucking soulmate. Oh! Like, if you haven't heard, listen to the other episodes. I have a few episodes about him. You could probably tell. Based on the titles, I think it starts at episode 26, maybe. It's like surrendering to the most romantic outcome and then surrender and you shall receive and then quantum leaping across the pond. And it's been a whole fucking thing, okay? I met this guy and he's changed my life. And it's like I've had all of this confirmed. I'm not just some crazy bitch. Like I didn't even specifically ask the Akashic Records like if he's my person because I just know he's my person. Like if you guys knew the synchronicities that have been happening, like I've touched on it a little bit on the podcast like a little bit like there has been so much like I've never met a person who's more aligned to my soul mission to what my heart desires to what my body wants to like like to everything 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 like he literally this is not my words this is an Akashic Records reader he is ripping the fabric of my current reality because of our like soulmate type connection like like this is all very intentional the work that I've been doing the past several months leading up to this point I thought it was leading me to money money is involved in all of this like like I will be coming into my wealth very soon um that's a relative term but like I've got a very small cash money block and me going to Costa Rica without the money to like fund all the shit that I'm trying to do like and just trusting like I know it's going to work out. It's going to fucking work out. There's no way that it doesn't work out at like everything is happening according to plan already. Um, So like the money is coming, but all of this preparation has been preparation to meet him. Right. So I mean him. That has been a whole spiritual fucking experience. Like I cannot wait, cannot wait to be in his energy, like in his physical presence. Like the conversations that we've had already are just like so fulfilling for me. And I know it's only going to get better. Like he's traveling. He's a busy man. I'm, like, over here doing my own thing. And I love that we have, like, a couple months, like, right at about a month and a half, two months, something like that, of knowing each other before this whole festival thing. And so, like, like literally my energy has been calibrating to him to, like, not being single anymore, to, like, making really big moves in my life, to, like being vulnerable with another per like this relationship is about to be completely different than anything else that I've ever 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 been in and oh my god I can't wait but also I wasn't able to give this to anyone else because I, I like I didn't know myself to this depth you know like you can only know someone else to the ex- extent that you know yourself and I know myself more than ever now and I feel like I know that like Like, my soul just knows him, 
okay, like, my Callan brain is, like, speculating about some things, and I think I'm pretty right about a lot of stuff, but, like, my fucking soul knows him, like, it's just very, 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 very clear. So, that that is, like, the main thing that I am excited about, but also there's so many other things to be excited about. Like, I'm gonna meet my fucking soul tribe. Like, that has been confirmed as well. Like, part of me not having money is being like, hey, man, I don't have any money, but I have this. Can you help me out with this? And by putting myself out there like that, I'm gonna be meeting all the right people who have all the right resources for me, who are my soul family, who are here to fucking help me and catapult me into this fucking quantum leap that I'm already entered. Oh my god, like, I'm just so excited. I can't wait to dance my ass off on the beach, in the jungle, for a fucking week. I think me and homeboy (laughs) homeboy like my person are doing a retreat in guatemala to get like it's going to be a whole fucking thing and basically what i'm saying by all of this is back in may of last year i fucking took the leap and faced a scary thing by breaking up with my partner at the time Like, I had to basically surrender our whole friend group because it was, like, his friends that I was brought into. I'm still cool with all of these people. I still see them at shows and stuff, but it's not nearly to the extent that I was seeing them before. But that's okay. Like, I have found so much. And, like, basically, yeah, like, it's, like, had I not gone to the middle school that I went to, where this guy had a crush on me for years before we were even friends, and then for several more years before we even dated, like, he was a part of my soul mission in getting me out to Denver and showing me the music that I fucking adore. Like, that has been huge. Like, he has played a really, really, really big part in my whole story, and it's like, this story has been happening for so long. Like, had I not gone to that middle school, I highly, and like, had he not gone to that middle school, I highly doubt we ever would have become friends, that he ever would have felt any type of way about me enough to like, bring me to Denver, like, like, that alone has totally changed my life, and like, if you know anything about the middle school I went to, Middle school wasn't that bad. High school, I would I didn't get bullied or anything like that, but I did not fit in with those people, okay? Like, I very, very, very much so felt like an alien in a school of Catholics. This is not me hating on people who are Catholic. I think religion is bullshit, but this is not me hating on people who are Catholic, okay? Those people who are Catholic, though, they did traumatize me quite a lot. So there is a correlation there. I don't think that they're they're bad people. They're just doing what they, they're taught and what they believe. And everyone has the right to do that and all that. But it's not for me, okay? It's not for me. I am an alien in a human body. I do not want the Catholic Church, okay? Um, but... I wouldn't take it back. I would go back to Catholic school a bunch of fucking times just to be in the position that I'm in now because now it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter at all. Like, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, we we feel like we're in these shitty circumstances and a lot of times they kind of are shitty circumstances. But then once you get out of it and you're, like, so far removed, you're like, I forgot that even fucking happened, you know? It's just, like, a whole fucking thing. 
But, so basically, this whole ramble was kind of just to show that, like, our higher selves have our backs. Like, so much more than we think they do. Like, your life, your dream life, is already in the making. You just have to calibrate yourself to it. But, like, the universe, your higher self, whatever you want to believe, is already setting you up for success. You just have to fucking take the leap. Like... It didn't feel like I was being set up for success whenever I broke up with my person and, or not my, like, my partner. And broke up with my partner, forfeited all my friendships and felt really alone in this big city and whatever for a couple weeks. And, you know, but I found my way. I found my way. I've worked through a lot of, like, trauma response stuff that has helped me get to the point where I'm at now to be in, like, a healthy relationship. I am at the point where, like, I'm not scared of being friends with girls anymore. And, like, I've made a really solid, like, gal friend through this whole thing. And, I like, her and I got the same work assignments for Envision. And I'm just fucking excited. I'm fucking excited, okay? I'm excited to spread my magic. I'm excited to be in other people's magic. I'm excited to, like... Like, I, like, I'm moving on to my highest fucking timeline, you guys. The shit is fucking dope as shit. Like, I, I, <laughs> like, this is my life. This is really my life. And it's because I allowed it to, like, become what it is. Like, I put in the work and I also allowed it. Like, it's a feminine and a masculine thing. And that just goes into, like, what I want to be doing in the future. And, like, there's just so much that goes into this whole life thing and we take it for granted and like I don't know it would have been really easy for me to be like oh this fucking sucks I'm leaving Denver and blah whatever but like had I done that I don't know and then maybe I wouldn't have gone to Wakan the second year and maybe I wouldn't have made these connections with people who have led me to envision and that like you know like the fact that I met my soul partner through a fucking a volunteer group for the dopest music festival ever. And we're going to spend like <laughs> like a minimum of a month together. Like, come on. Come the fuck on. Come the fuck on. Like, this man's from across the world. I, it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. Okay. <sighs> I feel like this episode was a little selfish just in the sense that I love to talk about this stuff, but also I wanted to give a more clear, a clear vision of Envision, okay? Um, Because I know, like, it's going to be important looking back, because whenever I come back, I'm going to be a totally different person. I'm not going to be able to explain where my head was at from this same viewpoint of who Callan is right now, you know? So I leave in just over two weeks. I can't believe that. I literally can't believe that. Um, And shit's fucking happening. Shit is happening for me, and I'm so excited. I can't wait for you guys to hear the details of what goes on afterwards. I feel like there's going to be no way that I'm going to be able to, like, encapsulate all of it into podcast episodes but like y'all will get the the bulk the majority the big stuff 
um, all the little details. Oh, God. They're just going to, like, I can just feel, like, the past couple days I've really been able to feel, like, the, like, how trippy everything is going to feel because I'm quantum leaping. And, like, it's going to feel intense. Like, just the, the vibration that I'm calibrating to is, like, like, I'm already at a high vibration, but it's just getting so much higher. And so there is, like, an energetic component, of, like, with everything, but, like, like, I'm starting to feel, like, yes, it's exciting, but it's also kind of nerve-wracking. Like, our nervous systems have to adjust to all of this, but, like, luckily for me, I have been preparing for months before, so, like, my nervous system is well aware of what's, like, coming, and I think I'm gonna be very well prepared in that sense for everything that's about to happen, but oh my god, 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 it's so close. Oh, I can't believe it. Okay, I'm gonna go cook some food and just dance around my kitchen and be a happy little bean. I hope that you guys have a fucking kick-ass Monday. You are pure magic. You are exactly where you're meant to be. Go follow me on Instagram. It's at processing publicly. I would love to have you over there. And... Yeah, just fucking, just just do your thing and know that your higher self is fucking taking you places, okay? You're going places, and you may not see it now, or you might. But either way, just know that you're going places and that things can always change and that this reality is so much trippier and more malleable than we think it to be. So, yep, there's that. All right, I love you guys. (laughs) 